Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. Three, two, one. Let's jam some stuff inside that turkey. Jesus. You know what mine would have been? If what? I to give you notes, I would have said three, two, one. Let's cran berry sauce. <laughs> More your speed. <laughs> Hello, Can't Disappoint Podcast family. We're here. We're here to celebrate Thanksgiving together. We're taking a little break between doing seasons of Into the Time Knife over on our Good Place feed, but we couldn't let a holiday like Thanksgiving to remind us that maybe we're not as close to our respective families as we should be. (laughs) And we couldn't let that happen without doing a podcast instead of spending time with our families. Regardless, even if we're on a break, we're here to talk about the holiday, to spend Thanksgiving with the people that we're most thankful for, the people that click on us. Exactly. They're the ones that, you know, I think of you as more than family. Give me money more consistently. Do you know of any period Thanksgiving songs? Greens, beans, tomatoes, tomatoes, lambs, rams, turkey, you name it! The only one I know is that Glee mashup of Turkey Lurkey Time with Let's Have a Kiki featuring Sarah Jessica Parker. That's Oof. the only Thanksgiving song I know. But saw the, the uh, trailers turkey, for that episode. This. I had stopped watching the show by we that point. About this before. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Zach, and I can't wait until Steven stuffs me with some mm-hmm. stuffing yeah. like a turkey gonna until happen. my head falls off. I'm going to drizzle your juices over you once an hour, every Just hour. Just baste me all over. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, friend. Happy I'm Thanksgiving, Zach. buddy. I'm Steven. I swear to God, if the corn touches the sweet potatoes, I'm going to scream. But you're not that kind of guy. No, I mix everything together. Put it in a fucking smoothie for all I care. I will slurp it down. We'll get into the the mixing and slurping in just Mm -hmm. a second. But before we get too deep into the Thanksgiving festivities, Mm -hmm. we couldn't do any podcast here on our network without shouting out the people that support us every week and every month over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast, specifically our $10 and up patrons, which are Mary Baker Budisa, Danny M. Lugo, Justin Fortier, Lil S. Haker, who, of course, is a pseudonym for my beloved life partner, Lilith Aww. Shaker, and Sarah M., question mark. <laughs> Don't know her, can't say anything about her. Thank you to those people for supporting us. I really appreciate that you appreciate the silly shit we do here enough to give us a little bit of change to keep taking mm-hmm. it farther 
And if this is your first time hearing from us in a while, like if you're just a You Can't Disappoint a Podcast listener, or if you're just a Brokeback Bebop listener, or if you're not up to date on End of the Time Knife, whatever, it's a good time to sign up for the Patreon because we're getting ready to talk about what the options for our next show will be. Patreon subscribers already know what the first one, the first of the four options for our (gasps) next rewatch podcast is right now. So you can get that podcast revealing that at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast, along with over 120 episodes of You Can't Disappreciate Show, our live pre-show that we do before we record the podcast. Uh, the Basement, which you'll hear more about in a second, are that 70s show rewatch podcast, and all of the episodes of Brokeback Bebop, including the third and final season before it airs on the free feed, and along with that, uh, extended, unedited Patreon cut episodes of all yeah. of Brokeback Bebop. So patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Steven, you're the mixer. You grab your plate and you put everything on it. Do you yeah. have anything that you don't really want to mix? No, my main goal is maximizing how much stuff I can fit on the plate. You know that they're not going to like tell you you can't go back. Or is it so ravenous that everything's gone pretty quick? No, I just usually go into a food coma after plate one. So I don't want to get up and make plate two. So I try and have two to three plates worth on one plate. See, I feel like I just have the two to three plates worth and be fine. I won't not eat things because they're mixed Mm -hmm. together. But I do kind of like to enjoy the merit and, and taste experience of each on its own dish. Do you like try everything first before you start mixing it or do you just mix it up on the plate? I mean, I don't mix it. I just don't mind it touching. And if some of it blends as I'm taking a bite, like I will take a bite with like three things in it. Mm, I'm getting hungry. I think I would <laughs> put the sweet stuff on a different plate. I don't think it's weird that you're into the sweet potatoes, the yams, mm-hmm. as I've been told, with uh, <laughs> with other things, I get why you're into it. Did you know it? the yam really is thing. the largest vegetable, not a pumpkin? A yam can grow to five to six feet long. Five to six feet, wow. Mm-hmm. What have I been doing with cucumbers then? <laughs> <laughs> Shove a yam up inside me. It's a few days before Thanksgiving. Uh, what are you most excited for and what are you most hoping will find its way onto your Thanksgiving plate this year. I'm a dressing girly. I Mm, love some good dressing. And my grandma and my mom both make really good dressing, as is my uncle. So so whoever ends up bringing the dressing, I know I'm taken care of. But when I went to your family Thanksgiving, your uncle was actually much better with the undressing uh, around me than the the dressing. We call it stuffing around my part. Stuffing. Well, because we're not going to put it inside of the bird. We I totally understand. Dressing the is the stuffing. Because you of can the make way more of it to the if side. it's not You're dressing the mm-hmm. turkey and the other sides with exactly what would have been the stuffing of the turkey. No, I always have stuffing as a side. It's never inside of the turkey, and mm-hmm. I've never called it dressing. Mm-hmm. Well, by definition, stuffing should be made inside of the turkey. I love stuffing so much with some some celery in it, some onions. <laughs> those do i think go in there or some cornbread stuffing also very good what is cornbread stuffing is that just with it's for the bread in stuffing you use cornbread you use cornbread crumbs instead of what else do people use a lot of times like if you get a stuffing kit not that mm. we always have like homemade stuffing but it's more like hard bread crumbs kind of crouton adjacent oh that when God. you mix them with the broth and everything they get soft and they become mm-hmm. what you want Interesting. I didn't know Because you're supposed to use like stale bread. Oh, well. Because if you use like really I've only soft... ever had it made with cornbread. 
Right. There is a difference. You can get it just traditional. I think like wow. traditional stuffing would be without Interesting. cornbread. Cornbread is where it's at. Cornbread is where it's at. That can be agreed upon by every race. What are you least looking forward to as related to Thanksgiving this year, whether food or otherwise? The inevitable, my mom decides that she's had enough family time and it's time mm-hmm. to go that happens at the end of every holiday. That's interesting that that's what you're least looking forward to. Is it because you get dragged out along with that when you'd kind of well, like it's to like leave always, on your own you know, family's always going to annoy someone somehow. And my mom yeah. is always the one who gets annoyed somehow by the family. Cause she's I feel like usually one she's of probably right children. to be annoyed by what she's annoyed by. Right. Or yeah. Usually. Just, yeah. I just see at these family things, I'm so high at this point <laughs> that like, I don't care. I'm just Mary. Why don't you just get really blitzed yeah. before Thanksgiving? You'll love the food, and you'll just laugh at what everybody's saying and comprehend very little of it. Mm-hmm. I think it was last year I gave my mom, like, a gummy before we got to Thanksgiving, and that was funny. That's funny. I guess I'm looking least forward to, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> So fair. I think I'll be good. I think I'll be good. Yeah. Well... We're going to get into the meat and potatoes of today. I podcast. will be giving your mom a gummy before your Thanksgiving. I would love that. That'd be I so funny. I feel like, I don't know what I can what here's, I say. You what know I what parents say. just don't understand? There's no difference than eating a gummy and drinking four glasses of wine at the table. Actually, the wine's far worse for you. Help yeah, us. but my mom doesn't do that either. Oh, really? She's not a, she's not a glass of wine with Thanksgiving dinner? She's just dinner? like, <laughs> I don't know. The things that are traditionally considered to be fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> not for her, not for her. <laughs> We're going to get into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast, mm-hmm. which is a special drop of an exclusive Thanksgiving episode <laughs> of The Basement Art, that 70s show rewatch podcast. And you can only get this show on Patreon right now. We've given a few little samples here and there on the free feed, and that's what this is. The only way to really listen to every episode of The Basement is on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. I recently, because it's Thanksgiving time and I'm getting in the feels, I recently revisited our episode from a few months ago where we talked about the Thanksgiving episode of that 70s show. And I just found it so funny, uh, weirdly funny. Like, I don't... <laughs> I think that we're funny, but mm-hmm. I'm not listening back to our stuff and laughing really yeah. loud. So when something really makes me laugh, you know it's a good one. And there's stuff in this that made me laugh. So I I couldn't let the Thanksgiving time go by without sharing with our favorite people, the people that give us a click, the people that mm-hmm. we're most thankful for, uh, as a special taste. And yeah, beckon them in. Give us the dollars. Yeah, come Listen on, to the whole come thing. On. Listen bring to the it, whole bring thing. Bring it this way. You can find Back all of season up. one of The Basement over at patreon.com slash podcast, where we update new episodes all the time. <sighs> Steven, I haven't let you talk for a second. We're about to queue up the episode, but give me something. Give me some Stevenisms. What are you thinking? You know that point in Thanksgiving where you, you sneak off to the basement and you're playing with your rich uncle's kids' toys and you accidentally <laughs> break the ping pong paddle. You never had any kids, which is weird, but you always had the newest toys. Always had the newest toys. All the ones that I wanted for Christmas somehow. Yeah, it was really weird and never got to take them home. No. But, you know, when you're down there in that basement <laughs> playing with your little cousin's Fortnite, make sure that you light a candle so they can't smell you smoking weed in your bedroom. <laughs> you started really subtle with it and then you just yeah. went full yeah. force. Well, that's that a great way before. to say Not me, obviously, because I'm smart, but definitely was at a Thanksgiving where the extended 
family of someone significant other got caught smoking weed in their room downstairs. And I was like, woo, couldn't be me, rookies. <laughs> I just went to a wedding recently and a bunch of us like snuck off to a corner to do the mm -hmm. thing that people do. And we like, I didn't know this could still happen. I'm an adult. We like got in trouble. <laughs> That's so funny. From who? From like everybody, I guess like... I guess people walked outside of where the reception was, and it was, like, really, really, really prevalent. Wow. I don't know. I didn't know that would be a thing, but apparently it is. We got yeah. we got in trouble. See, just Saturday, I was at a at a function, and some of us stepped out onto the balcony and, and had, you know, some, some vaporized fun. And later on, mm -hmm. somebody, like, unexpectedly, some in the middle of us playing a, a party game, had rolled something for the crew. Whoa. So a bunch of us stepped outside and had a big circle That's with great. a bunch of fun people. It was really nice. Well, the circle was fun. It was mm -hmm. more the, the you the... guys shouldn't do that. You know that's not legal in this state. Well, we're going to get into it. So we're going to do a little sign-off because we're just going to play the episode and get out of here. Yeah. Because we've got our own Thanksgivings to get to. But yeah, I wanted to let you guys know that we will be back next week again on all three of our podcast feeds to reveal the first of the four options for our next rewatch podcast. <laughs> which after all four are revealed early next year, you'll be able to have a vote and decide for us what show we'll do next. It's totally up to you. It's shows that range from a few episodes to hundreds of episodes, and it will be up to you very exciting make sure you join us on whichever feed you choose next week or on youtube uh, and patreon we talked about it already we don't need to do it like it's the end of an hour-long podcast steven tell the people where they can find us um if you want to get elbow deep in our turkey assholes make sure you come and follow us over on twitter and instagram over at the various places be it let's you see it's a pod uh -huh. be it at Time Knife Pod. Uh -huh. You can find us there. Is Does Brokeback Bebop have a Twitter? Yeah. All oh, nine fuck. followers love Damn. what's going on over there. At Brokeback Bebop. <laughs> oh, at Brokeback Bebop. Uh, any of those three. Search the name of any of the shows on YouTube and you'll find us. Check out the or basement on our Patreon. Or just can't disappoint podcasts. Yeah. Can't yeah. disappoint podcasts on YouTube. You yep. can yep, find yep, yep. all the video companions, special interviews we've done, little one-offs. Maybe there's a sex tape. Has it gotten taken down? You won't know if you don't check. Well... From inside the post-food coma at Can't Disappoint headquarters, Black Lives Matter, I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And we'll see you next week. Enjoy your holiday, and please enjoy the special sneak peek of the basement. Let's eat. Now, is everything on the table? I still feel like I forgot something. <laughs> <laughs> forget you oh i don't know the kids left a half hour ago to pick you up i can't imagine what's keeping them put that back hi what is blocking my car i need the keys you hold on one teeny tiny second for the love of god move I'm sure they're not there look out your window no, do you have your glasses on <laughs> Hello, Wisconsin. <laughs> was that you being a slutty college girl? Absolutely, it was. Well, How hey, you? slutty college girl, Steven. I bet if I scoot over, 
I can make room for you up here on my washer. Going through real Ooh, heavy load right now. Uneven load. Yeah, come on, get in this uneven <laughs> load with me. Ooh, slow dancing. If you mm. want to know a real uneven load, give me until the rinse cycle, and you'll see one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Zach. Hey, Steven. How are you doing? It's very lovely to, to see you for the somethingth hour today. Yeah, we've been together a while, a lot. and I, I'm looking forward to this next segment of it. Four and a half. Zach, I've, four and a half. I've We're got looking a... at a four and a half Zach and Steven time I'm, zone. I'm home for Thanksgiving break. I'm here at your dinner table yes. with a water cup full of cigarettes, and I'm ready for you. <laughs> you do practically sleep naked. <laughs> practically i do sleep naked wow i, I sleep naked i'm putting it out there <laughs> and once and you get used to it when you go to like a hotel or something and you want to wear pajamas it feels wrong the constricting of the clothes it grabs it clogs it yeah clog. and, and it those boy scouts out. are not going to make you keep your outfit on no yeah. matter what they say i don't care what the policy it <laughs> Kokomo AMC 11 says, <laughs> I sleep naked and I'm sleeping in the second in half movie, of Oppenheimer. The clothes okay? are coming off. I hope everyone is finding us well. Welcome to the basement. Well, the they found us well. Internet's we need. How do we find them? Behind a paywall podcast about a sitcom starring a, a sexual abuser. We're really glad to be here to talk about another episode of the show. I'm glad Steven's here. I'm glad you're here if you're listening. We have a lot of fun doing silly stuff here. And if you're one of the the loyal, dedicated few who clicks play on this and watches the show with us. We, we lucky few. Are you going for like a St. Crispin's Day speech thing? Well, I don't know what that means, so I doubt it. But thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. We're going to talk about the show. Steven's going to do a silly voice that'll go on a minute or two or 12 longer than it needs to go on. But it's going to be fun. And I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad you've joined us. Steven, how are you at this hour? You know, I'm feeling great. I, I really enjoyed our, our pre-show, post-show basement sesh. That was great. Yeah. We had a nice little circle. Mm -hmm. A straight line circle. It's more like a game of Pong. Or downhill skiing. More like a game of bong. You can't say that in here. Get out. You're kicked out. You're kicked Sorry, out of this store, this was buddy. the Nirvana store <laughs> in the Anderson, Indiana defunct Mounds Mall. It's yeah. a deep dive for real. That's where I think I learned the word Zach bong. Zach and Steven heads. Was knowing that you can't mm. say it in Nirvana. Well, okay. I, I feel like I saw references to it on TV because I watched mm. comedy. And mm. weed is awesome and funny. So it gets mentioned a lot. Sure. But that's probably my first ever seeing one in a store. Sure, And it absolutely. being something that you can get. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess you can't call it that because you're not supposed to use it for that. But mm -hmm. then you, like, reach a certain age and you're like, whatever else would anyone use it for? <laughs> Nothing. Tobacco. 
bong rips of a tobacco plant guys i've if never done you that that sounds terrible ripping tobacco bong hits <laughs> type That's us in a message because we know you can't talk anymore don't call in type us up a little message don't strain what's left of that throat it's like let us know why you style. do that to yourself hi everybody hey I don't know. what do you want to talk about <laughs> do you have anything you want to talk about loose easy breezy Back in the Let's 70s. See. Thanksgiving. Let's talk about the good old day of Thanksgiving. A lot of food. Um, one of the only days of the year I still feel obligated to spend in front of family. Hmm. I'm going to come uh, out and say it, Zach. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I think it's my favorite, too, because I'm food. distancing myself from family holidays, and I love food, and the family I don't like hanging out with makes good food, so they've got that going for them, mm. and the family I do like hanging out with, I like hanging out with them. So it makes for a fun day. No Low, low expectations, too. There's no who got who what or didn't yeah. get who what. You show up, There's eat. no... Why are you naked? We've told you this so many times. Why are you yeah. asleep naked? <laughs> you just got here. Yeah. Zach rolls through the door asleep and na- somebody just throws Well, other the than window. my knit sleep cap that has a very long tip. <laughs> Got to protect those locks. Really long tip with the little ball at the yeah, end of it. You're visualizing it. it. And then my mm-hmm. my butt bear is day. <laughs> my I am. 23 I like nieces and nephews just Picture mortified. Picture a taller Dexter when he's naked. That's that's what we're going for. Dexter's laboratory? Dexter's laboratory, yeah. Not the serial killer. Is it because Dexter's there's an episode lab. where he shows his butt cheeks? Or is yeah. this me learning that's how you see me? <laughs> I see you Dexter. as him and his little butt cheeks. Because I'm not but very taller. tall. No, I, taller, my hair's kind of red. Yeah, because I'm an adult man. Yeah, <laughs> he was a, he was a little baby boy. That you was take little tiny premise. little baby, baby little steps. Houser situation. And you're constantly complaining about your stupid sister, Dee Dee. <laughs> right? That's you that I'm thinking of. I really like Dexter's Lab. Did you enjoy Dexter's Lab? Great. Dexter's Laboratory. I think it has some of the funniest voice acting of any animated show. Of it's Dexter so specifically, or other characters too. Dexter and he's Mandark. really funny. And who? Mandark. Mandark is his rival. Ha ha ha! It's just yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Really good. I haven't watched that one in a while. I bet you it holds up. I bet you it Dexter's holds up. Holds up. Yeah. I've seen it recently enough. But I, I've started liking Thanksgiving even more. Zach. Thanksgiving. It's already my favorite. But since I've started uh, smoking weed, Thanksgiving, Oh perfect. yeah, it's the best yeah. day of the year for me. Not a better one. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. I, I like Thanksgiving I sit to lot. myself. I mind my own business. I enjoy time with family, and I eat good food. And honestly, one of the best things about holidays Mm -hmm. is holiday-themed episodes of sitcom television. There are a lot of classic television sitcom episodes that I love to watch on Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. much more than I enjoy actually doing the activities based around those holidays. And Thanksgiving is kind of the underrated one. I feel like a lot of shows do Halloween and Christmas really well. Most shows skip Thanksgiving, but a few of them do it really well. Mm -hmm. One of them being Friends is like the easy one to go to. New Girl. New Girl has – that's a good point. New Girl has a good Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving episode. There's a Glee Thanksgiving episode. They mash up, I'm going to make this place your home with – I don't remember. 50 Nifty United States. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they matched up Philip Phillips's home with, with 50 Nifty United States by various. Alabama. Oh, we're talking about Thanksgiving. What's your favorite 
Thanksgiving food and what's the thing that you don't bother to put on your plate? I go gaga for <laughs> some uh, sweet potatoes, especially if I can yeah. mix some mac and cheese in with the sweet potatoes. That just, I mean, I'm ready to, I'm about to burst right now just <laughs> about it. But the, um, what was it? That's the phrase we've been using today. Jock your jorts. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, junk, junk your jeans. Junk your jeans, not jock your yeah, jorts. I'm about to junk my jeans on that one. Yeah. Let me ask you, though, because elephant in the room, there is a racial difference between you and I. Absolutely. I know we never bring it up. (laughs) I know it doesn't come up, and I know it does not inform anything about our friendship at all. Well, you're a diversity hire, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) But when you say sweet potatoes, in a black household, is it like mashed potatoes? No, ma'am. It's is it a, like a baked potato? It's no. It is. It's like, not the casserole. No. Then how are you having it, buddy? Those it's, are the yeah, three ways. So you take a sweet potato and you kind of do like thick slices, mm-hmm. and you you, okay. you make like them in like this. Yeah, kind of a little thicker. Interesting. I'm more interested now. And they're like that, but you cook them in like a really sweet, syrupy, like sweet, just yummy, sugary sauce. So it is still sweet. That. It's super sweet. It's and you delicious. like to mix your mac and cheese with it. Yeah, fuck me. Not up into that. that. But the sweet potatoes, that sounds good. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. I like the marshmallowy white people sweet potato stuff but that shit i don't mind it i don't eat the marshmallow part though i'm down i'll eat it all texas roadhouse and you get a little cup of marshmallow do you ever texas roadhouse do you ever do that though do you ever get the baked sweet potato there i hate texas roadhouse but uh, nothing what's wrong with a a sweet potato that's been baked for your pleasure i like a baked sweet potato but i is it is it a race thing is it a race no i used to get that at, at the golden corral or ryan's i'd get a baked sweet potato okay so you'll go there i feel like Okay, I went to Golden Corral within the last year. Texas Roadhouse served me my mac and cheese visually in a bag. They brought it out in the plastic bag they heated it up in (laughs) and opened it and squeezed it into my bowl in front of me. Zach, they did that to me. That just can't be be true. (laughs) Zach, it's true. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Well... The steaks, they are, don't do that. Maybe just get some veg. Not really veg. I actually have peanuts. And you can just throw that shit wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed. <laughs> well, I think that's enough Texas Road Talk. Let's good. get into that 70s show. Let's get into it. I do kind of want a steak now. Nothing wrong get with a good steak. It, yeah. And when you live in Anderson, there's not a lot of places to go to get a good steak. So One the bag okay. mac and cheese will do. You know, that's what Panera does. Yeah, but I like theirs because they don't show me the fucking bag. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to show the bag. <laughs> you're not supposed you're to not show supposed it. You're not supposed to show the bag. Yeah. We're talking about season one, episode nine of that 70s show. This episode is called Thanksgiving. It's directed by the great David Trainer, like most of the episodes mm-hmm. of the show. And today, on the train train, the trainer train, the trainy train, trainer train, we're talking about his next credit, which is directing eight episodes wow. of a program called Camp Wilder. Camp Wilder ran for 19 episodes from 1992 to 1993, and it starred. Excuse me. Excuse me. No, this was before that. You'll learn what it is in a second. This show, Camp Wilder, starred Mary Page Keller. Wow. Jerry O'Connell. I know. Hey, I know him. Jay Moore is a comedian, and get this, Hillary Swank. I thought you were going to say Hillary Clinton. Yes, one Hillary Rodham, Rodham Clinton. Clinton. Nice. Good for Hillary Swank. You ever was seen Boys Clinton Don't Clinton the cry? president in 92, 93? Would this have been around then? Clinton was, was elected later, president later. 
in 96. Later. Right. Okay. And along with having those stars... 92 was still HW. This show also guest starred some huge names like Jared Leto and Seth Green. (laughs) (laughs) I like him. Okay, here's the log line for Camp Wilder. This is what it's all about. Mm. After her parents' deaths, a single mother... Moves it back to jobs. Her, a single mother moves back to her childhood home to become the legal guardian of her younger siblings. Nice. So she's raising a kid and her siblings. I guess. A single mom who works two jobs, loves who loves her, kids her kid and, and never, never stops. stops. Okay. Nice. So yes, David directed eight episodes, including an episode of Camp Wilder called Something Wilder. Hey, I bet that was an important one. An episode called. A portrait of the artist as a young dwarfman. That's way that's too right, many guys. Words. One of those main characters is named Dwarfman <laughs> here on Camp Wilder, uh, and we've also got that David directed the series finale of the program. Mm. That was Thin. This is now. Wow. This episode of that '70s show was written by Jackie Behan, 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 and Jeff Filgo. Now, this is a fun one. They're a writing duo, so everything they write together. Mm-hmm. And after season one of that 70s show, they were married. Congratulations. So they continued on as both Jeff and Jackie Filgo, which thanks God, because I'm not going to say that fucking last name more than once or twice. Mm-hmm. B. Han. <laughs> um, on that 70s show, they wrote a list of episodes. Here they are. Ski Trip, That Wrestling Show, Water Tower, I Love nice. Cake, Red's New Job, Moon Over Point Place, Too Old to Trick or Treat, Too Young to nice. Die, Dine and Dash, which is maybe the best nice. episode of the show. Romantic Weekend, one. The Promise Ring, The Relapse, Oof. Love Wisconsin Style, Going to California, Your Time is Gonna Come, The Kids Are All Right, The Seeker, and Time is on My Side. They wow, wrote episodes time. from each of the first seven seasons of the show, so that's pretty cool. Wow, they stuck around for the majority of it. Outside of that 70s show, their other credits include the screenplay for Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Hey, I read... A lot of those books, and I watched Mm -hmm. both movies. There's like three or four. Fuck. And then now there's two animated ones. Wow. Like CGI animated Disney Plus ones. They also uh, created and co-ran a Matt LeBlanc vehicle titled Man with a Plan. I know of that. Yes. This episode, Thanksgiving, it originally aired on November 22nd, 1998. Wow. And we're going to do... Babies next Thanksgiving. We're going to do our next segment. We're going to talk about the number one movie and the number one album. The number one movie this week. Mm -hmm. You would have only been like a year in 1998. But if you were going to be dragging your parents to take you to see a movie based on a television series this November, as a baby, it would be this one. Hmm movie based on the television series that wasn't as common a thing back then that's your hint if you want to give me a guess is it animated yes animaniacs wacko's wish no that was not a theatrical film damn should have been great movie uh is it a muppets thing no i would give me another hint i'll give you a little bit of the plot yeah give me some of the meat and potatoes it involves a new baby brother Oh, oh, Rugrats! Yes, the Rugrats movie was the Hell number one yeah. movie, November 22nd, 1998. We're going to play a new edition to this game talking about how well we think people regard films such as these. The Rugrats yeah. movie 
What do you think its critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is? The critic score. 85? No. No. Oh, is it <laughs> no, much no. lower? Is it like a 52? Close, sir. Fuck, 59. 59%, the critic. What? 59%. It's not as good as the second one. Get but this: still, a lot of the times hell? the divide on Rotten Tomatoes, and we've talked on other podcasts about why the tomato meter yeah. is kind of shitty. Usually, it's like low critic score, really high audience score, because the mm-hmm. audience likes a lot more than the critics like. So, Rugrats movie, fifty nine percent from the critics. What do you think about the audience on Rotten 85. Tomatoes? Eighty five. Eighty five percent. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that's incorrect. Do you want to give another guess? Sixty two. I'm going to tell you that's incorrect. 50% lower the fuck? for the audience. What about People Letterboxd? People like the Rugrats movie? Let's talk about Letterboxd. Letterboxd is film snobs, but a lot more of the generation that would yeah. come up with the Rugrats movie. It's of the people. I've translated its score out of five to mm-hmm. a percent to compare it to Rotten Tomatoes. What do you 6. think the Letterboxd 2. percent? Let's get a percent out of 100. 62. 62%. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Final answer. That is 100% correct. Hey-o! It's got a 3.1 on Letterbox out of 5, which would come out to a 6.2 or 62%. The number one album, mm-hmm. it's a Canadian follow-up to a beloved classic. Is it Bare Naked Ladies? No. Beloved Robin classic. Thicke. Beloved classic. Ryan Rendell. Celine Dion. You're not close. Beloved classic. Canadian. One might even say that you ought to know this one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Alanis Morissette. Yes. Do you know what her, her follow-up to Jagged Little Pill the was titled? The second one was called... Thank you, India. Thank you, India. Is thank you, called thank you? What? Is the name of the album Thank You? No. Serendipitous? Nope. Four words. <laughs> no. It's called Supposed Former Infatuation Junkie. When they gotten that, I the follow up to no. Jagged Little Pill. It's a little bit more dark and brooding than Jagged Little Pill. A little just more a complex. little plug here. If anyone listening to this ever gets the chance to go see Jagged Little Pill, go see yeah. it. It's incredible. My new favorite musical I've seen in person. Steven's got a big financial stake in this, so he really needs. It to, <laughs> yeah, he I need really needs to this tour butts to take seats, off. Butts in seats. <laughs> so the follow up to Jagged Little Pill. Okay, so on our other show, we're doing Pitchfork and Rate Your mm-hmm. Music. Pitchfork was not around to review supposed former infatuation yeah. junkie at the time, so we're going to go with Rolling Stone. Oh, I hate Rolling Stone. They what suck. do you think out of five? <laughs> they suck, Zach. Rolling Stone gave to the follow-up to Jagged Little well, Pill. Rolling Stone former is bad, so I'm going to say they junkie. gave it a 4.2 because they like to always like the worst I think, album of the I don't two. think they do percents unless – I think they do halves. Okay, four. So yes. I think they gave it an 80%. They gave it a four four out of five. Well, rate your music does out of five, so it's easy to just do it out of five. Sure. Okay. So Rolling Stone gave this album a four out of five. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about rate your music, where the everyman music snobs rate their tunes. 2.9. Out of five, you think at 2.9. I think that's what rate your music has it as. I will tell you it's higher. Would you like Mm. to guess one more time? 4.3? Too high. 3.45. 3.45. I think that's about where this album de- is. It's a good, decent album. It's not yeah. as good as the previous. And now let's uh, move on. Let's talk about this episode. Do some other segments. In a world where week <laughs> after week a new host takes the reins, one man steps up. That's right, guys. This week, for the first time ever, me, Steven, I'm back in the goddamn driver's not seat. Not the first time. You've done I'm, this before. I have not. I'm you, taking the reins. You have. I've edited I every episode of not. this show. You. There was one time I gave where, up, but it wasn't me. Steven, <laughs> let me tell you what you said. I can tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> it was the week where you were Morgan Freeman. You oh, ditched shit. it, and you stepped back in as Steven... 
to host the segment. Damn, I already blew that card, huh? You can be you anytime you want. But I hold true to the continuity of the podcast because the people know what is Mm -hmm. true. Do your thing. Sorry, I'm just making this longer than it already was going to be. I'm just me this week, everyone. Uh, We blew our budget last week on Martin Martin Luther Luther King King Jr. (laughs) He is an expensive SOB, I'll tell you that. Reanimating his corpse was tough, and he was not happy about it. So we paid out a lot. (laughs) He had to smooth out a lot. But now he's, you know, living off in the Siesta Keys. Mm -hmm. I think he's he's dating one one of the others from Sex and the City. In the words, I think he was of... spotted holding hands with Kim Cattrall. Nice. Uh, in the words of a rap song, "Be he was alive, he probably have a two tone with the gray yeah. poop on. Anything, yay poop on will explode because I am the shit, and this is my commode." And in other thread. news, uh, yeah, do you know? Do you know who that was, Zach? Nope. What artist? I don't think so. Kanye West. Hmm. Kanye West is who we're looking for. Stephen Known West Defender. West Head, <laughs> one could say. How about the time Stephen forced upon me to listen to all of the pedagogy of Kanye West along a road trip? <laughs> that was great. We going that was that was one of the most circle-y things to ever happen. Going album for album between Ween and Kanye West. Great combo. I don't. I can't tell you. I don't remember. I don't think I. I don't think I was there. <laughs> you weren't there. I was uh, driving anyway, the vehicle. Here's what we're gonna do. It's time for everyone's yeah. favorite segment: the basement breakdown. Is it everyone's favorite segment? Write us Somebody's. in. Let us know. Yeah. Let, the, tweet at us. How yep. much do you like the basement At breakdown? The basement, that '70s show rewatch podcast <laughs> starring Zach Pruitt and Stephen Baker on Patreon.com. Dot Find that on Twitter and tweet us. Yeah, we're only on Threads. Twitter.com. Actually. Yeah, we're only on Threads. Fingers uh, crossed. We're still waiting to get accepted. <laughs> you have to get accepted. Zuck said maybe. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Zach's gonna have 20 seconds to break down this episode. Thanksgiving, everyone's favorite holiday. Uh, who gives a shit about Arbor Day except for the Arbor Day episode of Charlie Brown? That shit goes crazy. Um, they play a baseball game. There's some real lesbian shit going on in it. Down. Ha. Sign um, me up. Send me yeah, the link. Peppermint Patty just lets loose in the Google Arbor Docs Day me that real quick after this. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna send you a screen record. <laughs> uh, I simultaneously am going to do my best to inhale something that's yeah. good for my spirit, bad for my lungs. And we're going to see if if I cough, Zach gets an extra five seconds. You know how it works. Are you ready? Yes. All right. On go. You're going to go. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Three, <laughs> two, one. Go! It's Thanksgiving and everyone in the house is caught up in different drama. Kitty is trying to appease Red's mother, who doesn't like her, but ends up forgetting to have her picked up at the airport. Uh, fuck! Eric makes out with Lori's college friend and Donna finds out, and they have to have a hard conversation about whether that was okay or not. Meanwhile, Red needs a job, and Bob offers him a job that will give up his pride, his Thanksgiving pride, to take that little baby boy job, get that 20 off, baby. (laughs) Am I done? (laughs) Let's see. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) So I forgot to press play. I was just listening for like 10 seconds. That felt so long. (laughs) It was.
was, it was, I'm curious of how long I let you go before I pressed play. I think that was one of my best runs. <coughs> Zach? Hey. <laughs> Why? Okay. You got, you got a lot on. of stuff. You Steven's had lots here. of time. Stay in here. Thanks. You get an A. Thank Good you. Good for you, buddy. I guess. And that was this week's Basement Breakdown. Will we get enough money for a host next week that's not me? We'll not see. Likely. I'm supposed to be running the set and the sound and the and the direction. I'm supposed to be working the camera and the boom. I can't be hosting too. My hands are full. Yeah, they are. Outlook unclear <laughs> on the hosting. I'll keep, it's like Jeopardy up in here. Ooh. All are right. you what team Ken got? Jennings or Mayim Bialik in that whole thing? Ken Jennings. That's fair. Easy Ken Jennings. Yeah, I agree. They were poor. Uh, let's do some trivia. I've got a couple questions, just four. I'm going to give you one. What store is having a sale on turkey? My first question on the small turkeys, Piggly Wiggly. Mm-hmm. Give me another one. Okay. What brand peanut butter is Kitty using on the celery? Fuck you, bitch. That's my third one. Skippy. I'm going to ask right, you I'll give now. you another one. How much does the jukebox cost? A nickel. Ooh, close. Ten cents. Big red letters. Too much. Too much. Yeah. I didn't see that. Who could have Kitty married? Who could... Who could have Kitty married? Who could Kitty have married? <laughs> Who could Kitty married? Who could have Kitty? Who could Kitty have married? Who, I pray tell, could Kitty have married? Jim Bauer. No. Jack Bauer. No. From 24. Jim Bowser. Nope. Jack Black as Bowser. You're really close. It was the first name was the problem. The first name was the problem. We got the Bauer. Jeff Bauer. Nope. Tim Bauer. Nope. Try one more. Eric Bauer. I'm sending it to you. John you Bauer. It? No, Bill Bauer. Bill Bauer. Bill His Bill mother's Baggins. dead already. Bill Bow Baggins. Okay. Bauer. Uh, how early in the morning did Red's mother call on Thanksgiving? 5 a.m. as late Stephen was up last night this morning. Later. Well, I was up later than that. Do you know what time zone they're in in Point Place, Wisconsin? Well, I've been to Wisconsin. Is it the same as me? Or are they on Central? Or are they on neither? Talk to me, please. Waiting for your answer. I've said so many things. Well, you said Is this an actual trivia question? This is just a question. Oh, well, I guess. I don't know. Central. Central, you're right, Zach. Good job. We'll keep going. All right. Let's talk about this episode. I think, as we were discussing, holiday episodes of sitcoms can be very iconic. And I think with that in mind, this one kind of disappoints. Because more than it wants to be a Thanksgiving episode, it wants to be an episode about Eric hooking up with another girl. Mm-hmm. And I think it could be interesting. I think that there's a lot here that could be interesting. But unfortunately, I think most of the jokes don't sing in this episode. And I also feel like this is like an episode of a version of this show that follows just the household very closely. And the mm-hmm. friends are just like the idiots that show up and pile up in the Cadillac and head off to the juke joint. Sure. And hey, I don't like that version of the show as much. I like the version that's the kids while the parents are kind of like the watchful eye over. Even as mm-hmm. much as I've grown to appreciate the adult characters in the show, and I probably like Kitty's plotline in this episode, trying to appease yeah. the mom and like how specific and relatable the familial relation there feels. Mm-hmm. I like that. But for the most part, I feel like this kind of misses it it's too small for a big thanksgiving episode i don't yeah, i don't know i, it's I just, just okay. feel like they had a lot of ideas that would be okay to do in an episode but they go like not even halfway they go like 30 percent on a lot of different ideas and then they finally settle on which one they want to lean into at the end and it's yeah. fine and the payoff is okay but there's no like lesson learned there's no consequence if anything eric gets rewarded for what i kind think of. is pretty bad behavior 
Well, it, that's so interesting because there's something here about Eric and Donna aren't exclusive, but it's because they're too like uncomfortable to be mm-hmm. exclusive. So Eric has a chance to hook up with another girl, and he does. And through that, he like loses some trust from Donna, but he also learns like how he's actually supposed to kiss somebody. Yeah. So then in the end of the episode, when he kisses Donna, he like knows how to kiss someone like an adult now. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's kind of a weird story that has some truth to it in there. You know what I mean? Sure. But what I don't like is that the episode is – it only decides it wants to be about Donna's feelings being hurt in like the last six minutes. Mm-hmm. Before that, it's like 15 minutes of check out this slutty college girl that has mm-hmm. no personality that's supposed to be Lori's friend and they don't have a goddamn scene together. No. The second they get off the car, Lori says bye, walks off camera, and they're <laughs> never seen together again. And the friend is like, ah, I'm going to bone this kid. And then she kisses the kid and is like, okay, bye. I'm embarrassed. See ya. It just doesn't work. There's there's a lot Done of teenage that. angst that could be built in this situation. Like, all mm-hmm. the pieces are here. Like you said, 30%. It's a holiday. Your sister's in town. She brings a she friend. A There's friend. sexual tension. I feel like that's a relatable thing that could have been made way more awkward. Everything yeah. comes too easy. She's just like, hey, let's make out. Let's stop. The end. It, they could have really milked Eric being like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to do this or not. They do some really good stuff later on in this show mm-hmm. with, like, a devil angel on each shoulder thing. And they like do it, and I think what I remember is like being really funny. This would have been a great opportunity to have like a scene where Eric is like contemplating, should I do it? And then he has Donna on one shoulder and like the guy friends on the Kelso. other one. That could have been yeah, and Kelso on the other one. That could have been a whole fucking thing, and that would have worked out, and that would have made sense. Eric just like does it, and then is like, haha, let me brag to my friends. He's like, oh no, I I completely forgot Donna existed. Now I gotta tell her. Yeah. I agree. I think it's like it's got all the setup, but it doesn't have the jokes and it doesn't have the follow through. Mm-hmm. It this is one of those episodes that feels the most like oh look, we're just a parody of a show from from the 70s. Yeah. with some like extra sex and and mm-hmm. and alcohol and drugs thrown in. It feels a lot less like the freaks and geeksy semi-grounded mm-hmm. kids in reality in this episode and feels more like them goofing on the types of Thanksgiving. I don't know. I don't know. I don't hate the episode. I think there's some funny bits. What yeah. should we talk about? What did you, what's something you liked about this one? One of the things that I think the episode falls short on and they make up for it over the next. You ask someone mm-hmm. what you liked about something. They say something it didn't do. Right. <laughs> That's never a good sign. Go I, I like everything that happens with Kitty and Red's mom leading up to Thanksgiving. I think mm-hmm. that's really good. I think it's that's funny like, that they forget to pick her up. Yeah, but I love when Red's mom's actually on the show interacting with Kitty because I think that they they nail that relationship and, and they nail Eric. Correct me if I'm wrong. Too. Is she the one that dies in a car? Yeah, that's soon. That's really soon. I think she's so, in next episode because they take her up to go to church. But that's not her only episode. I that's don't not think. her only episode. I think she There's dies like a whole in episode one other one. that's like Grandma's So why dead. would they not have her in this episode? Exactly. I yeah, think that's a missed opportunity. But I love everything they have building up to it. She's such a looming presence. Mm-hmm. She keeps calling. Kitty is just worn down by how much she's doing and how she's doing it all kind of to please this woman that's never going to give a shit. She can't spring on the on the cheaper turkeys because she wants to get the right thing for Red's mom. She wants everything to be clean, pristine, look like that feeling that we all get when your parent or your partner's parent is mm-hmm. around and you're trying to present the squeakiest version of your life that'll make yeah. them feel like you're not fucking up. And no no matter what you do, they're going to be like, there's this little grime right here. And that's the only <laughs> thing I can think of. There's always something. And this episode only gives us half of that. You're right. It sets up all the anxiety. You and I like to rewrite things better. 
I think a better version of this episode has the grandma show up and be introduced. Mm -hmm. And to make time for that, instead of having Eric actually kiss the college girl, have the tension set up in this episode. Next episode, Lori and the college girl are still there for a couple days. I don't want to see Kate again. She's a one-timer. That's it. Her name's not even Kate. Is it? It's Kate. It's it's Kate. Here's here's what I'm saying, Zach. You're giving her a quirk, a personality trait? Yeah, a little bit. I think there's tension with her and Eric. She's leaving. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, before I go, there's one more chance. And then Eric can decide to do it or not do it at that point and have some tension with Donna. Mm -hmm. But Donna's like, oh, there's a girl staying there. I don't give a shit. And Jackie's like, be nervous about it. And then three seconds later, Eric does. There's no tension build. I need time for tension to build. Yeah, she's so nothing. She's so nothing. So yeah. give her give her another chance, Zach. Give me another episode of tension build if you want to. I make can do it, boss. It. Throw me back in, coach. <laughs> give me one more, Kate. <laughs> just give Kate another go. She's a good kid. She's a good kid. <laughs> I she also I said this to you. It really strikes me wrong. And okay, since this is an episode that I don't like that much, mm-hmm. and it's an episode that I am not laughing at that much, this is the type of episode where I start noticing, wow, these people's clothes look really nice. Wow, Eric's hair is perfectly wavy. I start noticing stuff like that when I'm only kind of half pretending mm-hmm. to the episode. And that, that's just not good. If, if yeah. I'm sitting here th- reading how much the jukebox cost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's fair. It's, it's, it's an okay episode. I don't think episode. this is a great episode. I think I it had potential. I think they dropped the ball a lot of places. No. I do think some of the stuff that rings true as far as Thanksgiving goes in this episode is the end when Red and Bob are on the couch. We didn't really Mm -hmm. talk about Red and Bob. There's not that much. Red's too proud to take a job. Bob is going to give him a job because he only has part-time at his other job and he needs extra money. But them like loosening their belts and everyone moseying around and having their conversations and the dads just being fat fucks. Yeah, and that's me now on Thanksgiving. I love it. I've taken a nap at every Thanksgiving the last six years. You got it. See, I'm not staying anywhere near long enough to fall. I'm at nowhere near the comfort level to fall asleep. That's <laughs> Zach's that in the corner, gathering. guarded, arms crossed, with like yeah. two forks in his hand. God forbid when someone says, let's play a game. Ugh. Ooh. Because with my family, you play the game, and then you're like, I'm ready to go home halfway through that game. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, we're playing 25 games of the same <laughs> game tonight. We're having a round-robin tournament of Connect Four, and you got to stay till the end. Yeah. The loser's bracket goes deep. I don't know how many of these I have left, Zachary. Play <laughs> the fucking game till 2 a.m. on a work night. <laughs> Come on, Zach. Do you really have to head back already? <laughs> it's only 6 a.m. The sun's barely coming up. Things you hear from your lover and your grandma. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a lot more to say about this episode. I think... Thanksgiving is about family, and this episode wasn't willing to go much further than the immediate family. Yeah. Um, there are nice moments, like when Red says, what are all you guys doing here? Don't you have stuff with your family? And like, no, they probably did, and then this is the house that's fun. Well, so- I'll say my family is the one that, and this didn't happen a lot, but it happened uh-huh. enough times that it's like a memory I have where maybe somebody who like was going to like college in our town that worked with somebody or someone that we knew that maybe didn't have a lot of extended family was always welcome at our family, like close family, like holidays and gatherings and things like that. They could have easily gone into like how awkward it is having a stranger at your like family thing. I don't know. With That's Kate, a thing. That could be yeah, her thing. That could be her thing is it's that like kind of awkward because everyone knows Come that she and Eric Kate. made out and yeah. she's there. 
I don't know. I'm trying to give them something to make the episode interesting, Zach. Well, the positive is that this show does do better holiday episodes. Yeah. And we're still in the good part of this show. There's also, really we're in good... the part of this show where Christmas it's episode. still finding its footing while mm-hmm. it's being good. Sure. They're allowed to kind of mess this one up. I think there are good things. I think you were talking before we started recording whether you liked this one or Battle of the Sexists less. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I'd like better about this one is that the type of assholery Eric is up to, I don't know, Topher just plays Eric in this like charming way mm-hmm. that you he's able to get away with it more than he did that episode. It doesn't come off as mean-spirited. It's easy yeah. to say I probably would have done the same thing too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I, think, I think this episode maybe works a little bit better than that one, but that episode probably had a few more laughs than this one. That might be true. I laughed a fair amount. I well, don't know speaking why. Speaking of... Speaking of, let's talk biggest laughs. Let's do biggest. Can I go laughs. first? We usually do biggest cringe first. Well, sure. Do biggest cringe first, Zach. You I always have, have more cringes than I do, so I don't think of it as a three. Segment. I have three. Yeah, I have one. Because it wasn't an episode that I was writing down things that didn't work for me. It was just yeah. an episode where I wasn't laughing as much. Well, let me kick us off, Zach. I did write so you down don't a take mine. Laughs. I thought that it was really fucking stupid when <laughs> the girl walks out of when Kate walks out of the bus station and is like oh something something and he's like you can sleep in my room and like takes off running oh, i thought God, that was really fucking stupid. i didn't think that was funny at all i thought that was really bad that was cringy my yeah. first cringe is the bob's bubble bath moment what the fuck was that well it's them playing with like what kind of joke can we tell in this episode mm-hmm. can we in a scrubs way cut away to what people are imagining Mm-hmm. And it would maybe kind of work, but it's the way that they shot it, and it's clearly just the guy that plays Bob standing in fr- standing mm-hmm. in front of shirtless. a white wall, yeah, shirtless with bubbles on him. There's in the joke before it was like talking about how much Bob gets off seeing Midge naked in the tub. Mm-hmm. It should have been like Bob in the tub with bubbles. And they could have done it in a way where it's just the same bubbles. You don't really Uh need water in the tub. And like Midge's like leg and foot is like on his shoulder or something. That would be funny. But instead it's just this at least four seconds too long, which is a lot in a 21 minute and 30 second Or if you want to tell that joke, do one where you have Kelso and Fez or something imagining Midge and then it cuts to someone else imagining Bob. That's funny. That's funny. That's comedy. If we want to take that even further. You got to show the chick then the guy. Hear me out here. I almost don't like that this is the the joke here is that Kitty is repulsed by the way Bob looks naked. When it should have been, Kitty is repulsed by her neighbors having sex in a bubble bath. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with the way Bob looks naked. Believe me, I've seen it. I've seen it. Don Stark. Certified zaddy. (laughs) Capital Z. Do you have any more cringes? Was that your only one? That's my only one. Okay, I've got two more quick ones. Uh, I like that Kitty and Red are so sexually promiscuous with each other. Mm-hmm. The, promiscuous is the wrong word, but they're still so sexually active with one another. Yeah. But the, hey, turkey boy, want to show me your giblets? You've never role-played is... as a turkey and a pilgrim. Steven, do you, <laughs> lest you remember Thanksgiving 2021, <laughs> giblets were involved. You sure I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know. It was a little just gross. It's nothing, nothing sexy about that. They for look me. a lot like a ball Tease sack. Their own. Tease their own. And the last thing was the reel of like a, a turkey 
plant. What the fuck was that? And that's what makes wire. American turkeys so tasty. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? They're not made by the goddamn commies. Yeah, exactly. That's turkey. the secret. America's turkey. Capitalism. Well, it's supposed to be like school film, like mm-hmm. cut in, like mixed media to be like, oh, this is the 70s. But instead, they're showing us footage of dead animals. Mm-hmm. That's all my cringes. Get into some laughs. Give me, uh, God, we need to laugh in, in this uh, day and my, age. My first big Please laugh of the episode is laugh. when Kitty said that, well, last year she said that her jaw wasn't strong enough to chew the turkey. And I think mm-hmm. that's a funny image of an old, especially of like not like knowing what she looks like. Red's mom being like, oh, I can't eat this. I don't have enough jaw muscle to chew this bird. And that's so a really funny. specific old lady complaint of not yeah. that, oh, this doesn't taste good. This is dry. This being like, oh, well, I'm just so withered that I couldn't possibly <laughs> give what you're giving to me yeah i like that a lot too the first laugh i had was eric that'll give you a chance to tell dad about the professor you've been dating what that's good i thought that was funny and it ends up being true yeah Lori's a, a mess i liked when midge wanted bob to go over and talk to red and he was like what if he yells at me i thought that was funny i think this is midge talking to kitty are you excited about thanksgiving yes <laughs> red's mother is coming what's that, that pet really name funny. she has for you whore, whore. <laughs> that's a good one so that's a funny good kitty moment kitty's great um i liked when kelso i don't know why this made me laugh when he was like telling asking eric to tell the story of like kissing the college girl and he's like oh tell t- make it sexy tell us a sexy story those words in that funny. order were really funny to me but we're grabbing for laughs here Mm-hmm. I've got Eric's boner. Eric's boner. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be honest, it doesn't work for me as well with Donna, but yeah. it's because they changed the joke to it being like... She's going to make herself reach a climax. But they don't, like, make her orgasm because she's a kid. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that she doesn't cool down. She, like, lets herself write it out, and then she's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just she not exactly... I, I get... I kind of like that they don't just make her do the same thing. I get that they're trying something there, but it didn't work for some reason for me. It lost in what if translation. they had Donna also go to her dad in the bubble bath to not be horny? Hmm. Yeah. More jokes about Bob's hideous body. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, that would be funny. That be funnier. Be but Eric doing it, I thought was funny, especially the shot of him having to bury his dog instead of going good. out for the night and Red handing him a shovel was like, do the you have a go to like shut off? No. Why would I shut it off? You just let it let it ride out. Yeah, sure. No matter where you are, when you well, are. I'm not 16 anymore. I'm not becoming fully erect in situations where I need it gone now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get rid of this. Today. You know I mean? It doesn't happen while I'm just like going about my day. It happens every single morning like a man. <laughs> Come on, you wake up, you're in a third grade classroom, it's 3 p.m. You yeah. got to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> the bell just the bell just rang and I was getting close to something. I got to get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> you don't either what i lost the thread uh my last one uh was <laughs> when at the party after bob and red are laying there when Hyde walks up hey there bob hey there bob you want a piece of pie piece of pie oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah that was a good one i like Hyde's interactions with the adults they're fun Hyde's funny Mm-hmm. And he's got this so, like, too cool for school, and they don't play him off in a funny way. He's, yeah. like, the one guy on the cast who's all of this Acting. is dumb. He's, yeah. like, in on the cosmic joke of it mm-hmm. all. He's, like, this show never goes this meta, but he's, like, the guy who would know we're on a show right now. Yeah. 
And I don't know. That's a really funny moment that Mm -hmm. that seems like as much as I hate it. Yeah. I feel like Danny Masterson probably just did that. Yeah. And And I bet it was really funny. funny. They kept it in. Really Mm -hmm. liked it. Hey there, Bob. You want a piece of pie? I liked the thread with Eric and Donna at the end of the episode a little bit. Mm -hmm. I thought the conversation that they have was good. I thought the scene where Midge stays while Eric shows up at first, I thought that was all good. Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny when Eric says, you know that girl from college that that Lori brought home? Oh, the slutty one? I thought that was funny for some reason. Don't always like when the show calls girls sluts, but when Donna's like, oh, the so obviously up to trouble one. Oh, I got one more. You got any more? No, I'm done. Forgetting the grandma. Like, let's go, let's go. Here's the keys, let's go. Sure, oh, yeah, you aren't, aren't you looking grandma. like, mm-hmm. put your glasses on. Look outside, are you sure? They left a half hour ago. That feels <laughs> true to life. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's my biggest laugh, biggest cringe. Well, look, we squeezed something out of this episode. Yeah, it did. wasn't the best, but it was fun. We made I like some good moments. Who's going to get a hit, a first hit, the first... <clears throat> Ooh, spicy hit this week. I have a choice. Okay. I, I made a decision. Well, that's the part of the show. And this person, I do not agree with their actions. Bad behavior. Bad behavior, but they kind of got away with it. Give and I feel Kate. like if I'm in this situation as like one of the friends Kate. and I'm circling up, the person that wins the most in this episode is Eric Foreman. Eric gets the huh. first hit because he made out with a college girl. He yeah. made out with Donna with tongue all within yeah. 24 hours. Kid's doing fine. Okay. His relationship with Donna is not negatively impacted at all. For like five seconds it was. And then he kissed her with tongue and she was like, yeah, I'm back on board. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to step over that. I'm going to give an honorable mention to Kitty. Uh Uh-huh. And I think I am going to give it to Donna. Mm -hmm. Mostly for the way that she holds her ground and says her piece against Eric. That doesn't mean a fight doesn't mean the relationship has to end. So often that means a relationship is over in these things that they had like a fight on a sitcom, you know. Eric so I don't think made it's, out with another girl. I don't think it's so bad that she ends it still wanting to be with Eric, potentially. But I think the way that she stands up for herself and says what she needs to say to Eric before deciding she'd like to maybe still be with him is good enough to give her a hit of that sweet kush. Mm-hmm. Sure. I won't argue it. Well, you kind if of anything, did. Donna deserves the hit did. more. Yeah, she needs it. Yeah. Speaking of hits, we're going to close out the show, as always, with that 70s playlist, because the original versions of these episodes had some great 70s music that are cut out on mm-hmm. streaming. A couple and on of good DVD. songs in this one. Two moments, and I want to talk about both of them before we cue the song and go out, because they were both weird in episode. First is, there's the, what's the picture? It's like a family at The Thanksgiving table. Thomas Kincaid yeah. painting. I think it's mm-hmm. Thomas Kincaid. And all of the mouths are moving to the song All the Young Dudes. Mm -hmm. And like all of the people at the table are doing one part and the person with the turkey is doing the other part. In the DVD, completely unrelated music. That visual is still there. That's haunting. There's instrumental, no vocals, all the mouths moving for no reason. And then the other one moving separate from them for also no reason. That's haunting. Bad. I just hiccup burped for those keeping track at home. Nice. The song I am going to play is The Other Moment, You Sexy Thing. Love good that track. song. I Believe in Miracles. Good, good Where song. Where are you from? Great you Sexy Thing. Cut. Which is played when everyone's favorite, that 70s show, recurring, I hope, character, Kate. Mm-hmm. Love Kate. Uh, that song plays as she's fiddling around with Eric's G.I. Joe. Older Joe. woman kissing an underage guy. That's and right another up my moment alley. where it was replaced with really filler instrumental music. And sure. she was like, when you watch it with the real song, she's kind of moving to the beat of the song. Yeah. That was not she's the case watching it. it the other way. 
But she's we're going to listen to it. it to the little guy. We're going to listen to it. You know this song, right? Everybody knows this song. I it's believe a real in Michael. You know, when I was a kid, I thought the lyrics were I believe in Malcolm. Because I was a big Malcolm in the Middle fan. And I was like, yeah, I believe in you Malcolm. You believe too. that that show had the, the, the it, the pull. Really yeah. Take off. Do you know the song's by? First time I'm hearing this. Sly and the Family Stone. No. We're about to cue it up. We probably already played some of it. We're going to listen to You Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate. Ooh, sexy. That is kind of sexy. sexy. Yeah. That's sexy. Thank like you for that. listening to The Basement. Thank you for supporting us on the Patreon. And have a great week. We'll be back. I feel like this is in like every school dance like scene. Let's you know, get back up on that dryer. Yeah. <laughs> Some hot chocolate plants. You sex a thing, sex a thing, you. I believe in miracles. Since you came along, you Thanks for listening. Support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. We're starting at $5 a month. You can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of Brokeback Bebop. See you next time, Space Cowboy. Let's go!